Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right, with us right now, we've got the one, the only, Tommy Breedlove. And Tommy, you are a Wall Street Journal USA Today bestselling author. Uh, your new book is, it, it, I was going to say flying off the shelves, but it's definitely flying through the distribution <laughs> channel, the alternate uh, distribution channels right now. Uh, and uh, con- so congratulations on the book launch. Uh, and you are a, uh, you're found on the web at TommyBreedlove.com. And you are a, a, a mindset, re- no, how do you, how do you describe it? So business mindset and relationship coach. I used to just be all things business and money. And then I realized people need just as much stuff <laughs> related to their mindset relationships as well. That was a hundred percent. And so, yeah, yeah, super excited about that. And I, uh, before all this stuff started hitting, I was also a featured keynote speaker at a lot of places, <laughs> but yeah. you're absolutely right. It was flying off the shelves and off the airports and then yeah. they closed all those shelves and airports, but we're still super excited that, my book, Legendary, is a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestseller. It's been it's been humbling, and I'm very grateful for that. Very proud of the book. Yeah. So, as as a very accomplished speaker, and I know you've you've done some big gigs. Uh, how did you? Uh, I, I guess the first question is like, how did you create that? Um, it, it, <clears throat> this whole movement, everything I've created over the past five years, fortunately, fell into my lap. I'm one of those people that. I found my calling through demand and need. And so I was in the financial consulting world for 20 years. I was a senior partner at a very big firm. Um, I was an equity holder, board of director meeting, but I went through this massive transformation in my life at the age of 36. And I transformed myself mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And when that happened, um, literally all of these executives, corporate entrepreneurs, people started reaching out to me and said, look, man, you didn't give up your ambition. You didn't give up your drive. How did you do it? I need help. Um, can you can you sit down and help me? And so about the 20 person, person that asked, I'm like, <laughs> this is a career. And these tools that I started giving them and the systems that I had implemented in my life started working for them. I was like, not only is this a business, this is a process, a book, and a system that really works if people really want to to really build their financial, their mindset, their business muscles. This is the system that worked for me. And so um, that's how all that happened. And as I started, and, and when we created this book and this playbook and started running masterminds and retreats and doing just basic podcasts and just other local speaking, people started really digging the message. And then all of a sudden I was asked to speak at Toyota. And then all of a sudden I was asked wow. to speak at, you know, at, at all these different places because this is a universal message. I mean, we all want to be successful in life. We all want to be fulfilled and happy in life. But we also want intimate relationships with our friends, and we, we want to minimize these, these demons we have in our head that says we're not good enough, right? Because we all have them. And so I think, I think what's, what's been best for me is everything that I write about, talk about, or coach about, or even in a, in a group setting, it's all from the heart, and it's all proven systems of things that worked in my life and now has worked in countless other lives. And I think it's, 
I think when you speak from the heart, you speak from purpose and you're coming from a place that you absolutely believe everything that's coming out of your mouth. And I do, because this is, this is not, this is a calling for me. And at first it was an anger for me Mm -hmm. because I saw so many ambitious driven people um, in the chase of more, 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 and more is important. Don't, I mean, I'm the first person to tell you that money and more is important, but not at the cost of everything else. I'm one of those people that you can believe, I, I believe you can have it all. And so that's how it all happened for me. So, uh, so how someone might say, why does mindset really matter? Isn't it just mechanics? Can't I just listen? It's, you know, in the, in the financial services uh, industry, for example, it's just as it's, you know, it's just me picking up the phone more times and calling more people and go through more numbers. Well, it could be. Um, but if you don't believe in what you're saying, it could be statistics. I mean, statistics only get you so far, brother. Mechanics only get you so far. Mm. And selling only gets you so far. If you don't, I mean, mindset to me is 100% self-belief, self-respect. And this is going to sound a little woo-woo, unconditional love for yourself and your product. But it's not woo-woo, brother. Um, Because if you don't believe in yourself, you don't believe in what you're selling, and you don't believe in the why you're selling it, the numbers won't matter at the end of the day. Hmm. And someone could do a whole lot less calling, a whole lot more just one-on-one building relationships. You and I talked about this earlier today. Yeah. The more you care about the other person you're talking to on the other side, and, and here's the thing I believe is you can pick up the number, you can pick up and just call, call, call. But if you, if you sell from the heart and you sell something you truly believe in that provides value to the world, people are going to tell your story for you. And that's the, I think that's, I, you know, I've grown this practice in the speaking movement as much organic as I have through anything on the podcasting, social media, and in agency world. I think, I, I think it's not a numbers game. I think it's a heart game, a relationship game, and a passion game at the end of the day. That's what I believe. <laughs> yeah. So I can't help but notice some books that you have on your shelf behind you. I, I see one it's called Legendary. I don't know if you can <laughs> spot that one. <laughs> yeah, that one. Is it noticeable? (laughs) I love it. And I have one right here too, brother. (laughs) Oh, good, good, good. We're going to get into the book in just a second. But one other book on your shelf caught my eye and I recognize the the, the spine. It's the Fountainhead. Goodness. Mm. Yeah. So have you, uh, so for someone who doesn't know what the book is about or who Ayn Rand is, um, how does that figure into, you know, how would you describe kind of, um, you know, some of that philosophy when it comes to mindset? So to me, mindset, the you can either live in a fear-based mindset or a positive mindset. You can live in a, I'm a, I'm a victim and the world is against me mindset, or I, you know, I've got this abundance. There's enough for everybody. And, and I believe in myself and I'm going to do, do this. And those are muscles. Those are physical muscles, just like you would train your, uh, your, your, their mental muscles, just like you would train your physical muscles. And there's work you can do every day. So Fountainhead, and I'm going to throw another one that's right behind me. It's uh, you can't see it because my chair is in the way. It's Atlas Shrugged. Yeah, that's that's my uh, book. To me, Atlas yeah. Shrugged is the number one fiction book that's ever been written, and you know mm-hmm. it's been the number one topic of conversation since we've been in this pandemic. Um, that you know this COVID thing is. It talks about the mindset of if you do the right things, you have the right work ethic, you believe in the right things, you believe in people and you believe in hard work and you believe in, and I'm just going to say it, this person, the writer, Ayn Rand, she, she was a Russian who lived through World War II, oppression of every kind. I also believe she was Jewish. And so she was getting persecuted in every form. And then she came to America and saw how brilliant, how beautiful, 
that capitalism and freedom and choice and free will and democracy and republics really are. And it changed her mindset about the world because she saw what the other looked like. She saw mm-hmm. what horrible totalitarianism and socialism and the things that happened in Nazi Germany. She saw it all from a firsthand experience. And so from her belief system, what she witnessed and in this society, you can either be a taker or a contributor. And it's a utopian world. It's actually just a beautiful story. It's a big book. But both Fountainhead, mm-hmm. Fountainhead was her starting, right? Mm-hmm. But Atlas Shrugged was her, that was her masterpiece. Right. The, my favorite character in the history of the world, it's a fictional character, is Hank Reardon of Reardon mm-hmm. Steel. I actually, this is how bad it is. Are you ready for this? Yeah. You brought it up. Look at Look that. At that. <laughs> this is not a real company or a real person. But the So for that- those uh, who are listening to the podcast, you could, by the way, you can watch my video with Tommy. Uh, you just go to our YouTube channel. You just go to upmyinfluence.com in the lower left-hand corner. You'll see a link to our YouTube channel and you could see uh, exactly what uh, Tommy was holding up. And uh, he actually had the mug. <laughs> it said Reardon and Steel, <laughs> which is a fake company with the character Hank Reardon. But, you know, Hank was all about... He had the mindset of people will do the right thing. People who believe in hard work, um, good integrity, high values, who are not takers, who are not victims, who are not martyrs, who do not blame the world, but who pick up their big boy pants, put them on, walk forward and contribute to society in the best way they can, that the world takes care of itself. And I know it's a little bit utopian, but to me, the values within that book is everything I stand for everything the businesses I represent stand for and everything the clients that I represent stand for because we're contributors, we're givers, we're service people, we're not takers and victims. And so that's what it's all about. Yeah, and and I think that that would be, someone might misinterpret that and say, well, you're just being selfish if you're only concerned about yourself. It's not that mm. at all. No, absolutely not. I'm one of those big believers, Josh, is that we have to serve ourselves first mm-hmm. so that we can love and serve others better. We don't do anything. We don't do any good in the world if we're broke, if we're not contributing, we're not getting up in the morning and, and, and working on ourselves. I'm talking about working on ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, and really preparing ourselves to be the best. Read everything we can. Gratitude, meditation, prayer, daily readings, whatever it is for you that you get up every day, you invest in yourself, you work on yourself. And then we get up and we go to work and or we go to our companies and we contribute the best we can. And so to me, it's all about giving, providing value and stepping forward. And so and I'm a big free will person. I'm a big freedom person. I'm a big um, capitalist type person. And so um, I believe we have the best system of government on earth and I'm very protective of it. And I'm just not into the the handout thing. I'm into the more let's protect those who need it. Right. But yeah. then let's the rest of us who don't need protection, let's move forward and contribute and serve society in the best way that we can. I, I know the quote popularized by Marianne Williamson, your playing small does not serve the world. Indeed. So much. And there's just so much. Yeah. It, how does playing small or how does being scared or how does just how does any, you know, the word impossible shouldn't exist. And I hate the word should, by the way, I said should there. Right, the word right. should and impossible do not need to exist because people a hundred years ago looked up at the man and said, I want to go there. And they went there. And so if there's nothing that's impossible, there's nothing that's playing small. There's nothing that being fear-based will ever do for you. But it's, it's, not a, it's not a light switch though, brother. We all have our fears. We all have our insecurities. We all have that voice in our says that, that, that we're not good enough. And that's why we got to do the daily work on our minds and our hearts 
to develop that unconditional love and belief in ourselves, develop that self-respect and to minimize that voice in our head and to just, you know, I would say F the fear and move forward. <laughs> yeah. Which, and, and listen, I mean, it's a horrible situation that we're, we're the globe is experiencing right now. Mm-hmm. What, if, if you were, I mean, you know, in many ways we can just kind of guess at this point. Um, but if you were to look into your crystal ball and imagine how the world will improve as a result of this experience, what are some things that you might be thinking about? The first thing I'm seeing is collaboration from countries that would have never collaborated with each other mm-hmm. before. It's been amazing to see China and Russia send us um, technology, send us manufactured supplies, you know, the ventilators and other things that they're not using right now that we need. I think you're seeing collaboration of scientists around the world. I think you're seeing efficiencies. People, people thought all the business would shut down and collapse. It certainly has not done that. You're seeing how, how, how quickly and innovatively we went virtual in so many of our businesses. Yeah. I've seen a coming together of people. You know, there's always going to be the political and the fear mongers out there, but I've seen a coming together of people. I think people are being more innovative than they ever have. I think we're saying the word social, um, what's the word we're saying? Social distancing. Mm-hmm. I actually think we're physical distancing, but I think we're coming together more socially connected. Yeah. I think but with our text, with our phone, with our Zooms, that like what we're doing right now, I think people are becoming more connected. I think they're becoming more uh, compassionate. I think we're getting more innovative. And I think we also realize how critically important it is for us to, to step in and step up in our times of need and don't take everything for granted. I think, you know, freedoms and health and things that we take for granted every other day, I think now we're looking at it with more gratitude. And I think the time that we can spend with each other and hug each other and touch each other, that's what we are as human beings. We want to touch, feel, and, and see each other. And I think we won't take that as, as granted as we will. Really, and I think, honestly, I think we're going to get more productive. I think we're going to get more resilient. Yeah. I think we're also going to get, uh, we're going to be, we're going to do some things now to plan for the future that'll give us peace of mind, both professionally and personally. So I'm a glass half full type person. I think yeah. goodness and what's going to, there's always goodness, love and learnings out of every situation. And it right. will come out of this. It will. And this, this is a serious situation. I mean, this virus is very real and it's hurting a lot of people. Yeah. And um, I think I think you're also seeing the speed at which we're trying to heal it. It's pretty. It's pretty overwhelming, and it's pretty awesome to see. It is, and and I I see a lot of this is almost like the world kind of fast forwarding three to five years on some things. I think we were, you know, we're we're kind of imminent, uh, you know, and just, you know, uh, you know, it's interesting. I did an interview with someone about the upcoming restaurant apocalypse. Is is what he was talking about, and uh, he said, "Listen, you know, millennials and Gen Z just don't like going to sit down restaurants like you know Gen Xers and baby boomers do." And like do. he's like, you know, over the next five to ten years, you're going to see more and more like, you know, Gen Z millennials love to just pull out their phone and order food and have it delivered. And they'd rather be set up much better in their place where they live, you know, with the gaming and, and, you know, streaming and everything and just, you know, having everything right brought to them as opposed to having to go out and get it. So I think in retail and and certainly in food, um, you're seeing a lot more of this. You know, one thing that I think too, Tommy, and you know, kind of along this same theme that we've been talking about is I've been really impressed with, and I have seen, and and I I, I really appreciate your take on this. Is I like taking a look at moments and asking myself the question: 
how is this a reflection of who I am? And so I think mm. you're seeing a lot of people, they're really th- like showing up now. And then I think they're really extolling virtues of leadership. Whereas I think you're seeing a lot of other people, you know, and, and rightfully so retracting in fear. Like I get it. I know it, I, it's, it sucks. If you spend a couple hours a, a day uh, watching the news right now, and it's, you know, it'll continue to improve. Uh, but right now, it kind of stinks. It's scary. And, and, and it will throw you into a depression if you're focused upon uh, all the bad things that are going on in, in the world for sure. I totally agree. And I, I'm lo- not only looking at myself very heavily, and there's moments that I've had over the past three and a half weeks that I'm like, oh my goodness, what's going to happen? And then I'm like, we're just going to get up. We're going to do our routines. We're going to, you know, we're going to get up. We're going to build our mind and our heart muscles. And then we're going to build our business money. And, and we're going to build up the people around us. We're going to show up. We're going to show up in light of this world. And when we don't feel like it, we're still going to lead. We're still going to say, we've got this. And we're going to say, follow me. And we're going to do it with our actions. Yeah. And so um, I think you're, I think for me, it's not only internal reflection. And it's, it's like you said, it's hard not to be scared. The news makes money off fear and division. They want you, they want us divided and they want us scared. And they are making mm-hmm. hand over fist on advertising clicks like they've never made it before. That's what they do. And so on our social media, it preys on our envy and jealousy, right? And so, so you're getting hit from all stages of the world. So right now, for me, it's not just an internal reflection of look in and, and how am I leading? How am I showing up for my businesses? How am I showing up for my clients? How am I showing up in these virtual conferences and podcasts? Because I think we need to be lights in the world because there is people who are spreading darkness. And some people, it's not their fault. But at the same time, I'm also really looking at um, teams, my friends, my network, and how you do anything is how you do everything. And in difficult times, if you go to a, to, into a state of victimhood or blame or political dissension or spewing anger and hate into the world, I'm watching that because I, I don't know. I mean, you're, I've seen some very healthy, productive people turn into the to turn into some horrible things lately. <laughs> yeah, and I'm really watching that. I'm like, is this yeah. someone I want in my circle? Is this someone I want in my community? And I, I'm really looking at that right now. And I, you know, I want people who run to the fire, not away from the fire. And That's I definitely it. don't want people who throw people into the fire. Yeah. So I'm really not only looking internally, but I'm looking externally as well right now. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to name names here, but there is a, a kind of a, an element of the internet marketing world uh, that I think is right. Well, I think is rightfully really suffering right now. And it's, mm. and it's the, it's the element that is all about, you know, just kind of tricking people through a sales funnel and it's about numbers and it's about just, you know, X number of ads equal X number of conversions. And just, it, it's, it's so impersonal. It's so cold. It's calculated. And I don't have a philosophical problem with it, but I sure, well, I do, (laughs) Uh, you know, I, I appreciate the, you know, everyone's desire to make money. But for me, I've always been, I will say I've been philosophically opposed to that because I believe that the future is in authentic relationships. And if you can, still maintain uh, relationships on a grand scale. And and you can, to a degree, systematize relationships where people don't feel that they're being uh, 
depersonalized. You know, they feel like they could still connect with you. I be- that is the path forward for leaders today. I think a hundred percent, and I'll, I'll say it into my world too, into the, the the coaching, the public speaking, the writing world. And there's a lot of us out there, and there's a lot of good out there. But I'm seeing it. There's a lot of people that I watch too, and I, I do have philosophical differences because I want to be different. Because I don't yeah. want to fear and shame people into going into coaching or seeking self help or development yeah. in whatever phase of their life. You know, I've heard people say, "Well, you're just going to be broke the rest of your life." Then, well, that's shame and fear, and that's yeah. not what people need. They need a relationship. They need someone walking next to them. They don't need a guru in front of them or a a psychologist behind them. They need someone walking with them step-by-step through this journey. I've been there. I've been through this, still struggle with that. And hey, we get through this together. And that's relationship. That's honesty. That's vulnerability. And that's authenticity. So you're exactly right. So Tommy, you're a successful speaker. And obviously, you know, we will have events. (laughs) Again, but uh, you know, I think uh, it'll be a little bit different. Um, what, what do you think about the speaking world? I think it will be different. I think um, I, I think it'll be different, but I think people still seek connection. And I think yeah. when people feel safe, people like conferences. There's something about seeing a band live as opposed to you know uh, you know when you feel the energy, whether it's a speaker, or an artist, or a band or just a great CEO or whatever you're, or, or a basketball game. There's something about seeing it live. There's an energy level. Virtually we can get about 70% there, especially with TV screens, but there's something about being in person. So I think it will come back. And I think humans crave that connection. I think we, we crave that tribal feel too, especially with a great speaker or band or something like that. Yeah. However, I've already been an attendee of three virtual conferences that were going to be live. And I've also been asked to, keynote or be a part of or be a contributor to certain that we're going to be live that are now virtual and we can still we can still communicate we can still lead we can still get our message out there we can still do it virtually i think it will change but i think it won't change so much i think we'll be very flexible with it if something happens we go to this if something happens we go to that whereas everything was canceled then we figured out what we're going to do so i I think it will change i think the world's going to change I really do. I think the world's going to change. I think we're going to be um, just like 9-11. You, you know, every time you fly now, you feel the effects of 9-11. I think there's going to be things in the speaking and when we all get together in groups or at restaurants or just in life, you're going to see the subtle changes of this COVID corona thing um, from A to Z. But I, I still think we're going to get together. I still think we're going to go to ball games and football games and, and conferences, but I, I think we're just going to be a lot more careful. So I'm hopeful about the future, but virtual, you can do anything virtually now, yeah. anything. So it's, it's pretty amazing that where we're going. And, and like you said, we're seeing things exponentially faster than we would have. I think the innovation has just been amazing. Yeah. Um, so your book, Tommy, uh, legendary, uh, talk about the journey that people will go through when they read that book. Yeah. So I'll tell you why I said, uh, I called it legendary is in a world of constant self-promotion. And we talked about that a little bit on this uh, show. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if we call ourselves legendary, people laugh us out of the room. Mm-hmm. So legendary is something that society, our communities, our families, and our tribes give to us. And you can either be an amazing legend or a horrible legend. You can be an MLK and Gandhi of the world, or you can be the, the terrible people that we all know their names as well. Mm-hmm. And so for me, legendary takes you on this holistic journey of everything from finding your purpose to reconquering your time to building toward financial confidence and freedom. 
And then it takes a turn. It talks about how do we build our inner circles and our networks. And then it goes into mastering our mindsets, developing unconditional love for ourselves so that we can have true intimacy with our significant others, our families, our friends, our networks. And finally, it finishes up with the power of choice and never giving up. So it's a it's a journey that I went through for about seven years in my life to where if from happiness to fulfillment to peace of mind to professional success to financial success, I saw it work in my life 10x. And it's a combination of coaching and psychology and books and mentors and masterminds that I was a part of all put into one very simple. And one thing I'm proud of is everybody says it's simple, simple, simple read. It's a fun read. It's a short read and it's executable. And so to me, it's how do we leave this world better than we found it? And then when our, and we die without regrets. And then when we finally move on, and that's one thing we all have in common is we're all going to move on is that we will be remembered as legends and in all the right ways. You don't have to be rich or famous to be a legend, but you can be a legend in your own communities, your own tribes, your own families, and your own businesses. And that's what this is a playbook for. So I'm super proud of it. And you've made it really easy for people like, hmm, I wonder if I'd like this book. Well, you can find out <laughs> because you have, a, you have a website you set up where you give away the first two chapters and that'll certainly give you a feel for what's Absolutely. to come. Yeah, so tommybreedlove.com forward slash gifts is, there's three things we give out. We give out our legendary life plan, which is a one-page document about how I live my life, how I build my mindset, my, how I get ready for the day and how I conquer the day from power to time to everything else. Ah. It's a one-page document for you to build your own. And then I also provide you with my purpose exercise. And what I mean by that is I give you my purpose statement and the formula, how I found my purpose in life and ask you to do the same. And what I used to not tell people that I'm telling people now Three days later, you get two free chapters of the book along with the beginning of the book. So you get the preface, the forward, my story, and then I give you the financial freedom slash confidence chapters as well as the mastering your mindset chapters. And those come three days later to you. And it's just something free for you to get the flavor of the book, the simplicity of the book, the funness of the book. I don't know if that's a word, funness, but I like it. I'm from the <laughs> South. So I'm from Georgia, so I can say funness. Um, right. And so to see if you dig it, and if you don't dig this book, Find a book that you do dig, whether it's Thinking Grow Rich, Atlas Shrugged. Um, there's a, the one thing. There's so many great pieces of work out there. And now's the time to lead, to, to grow, to read, yeah. to whatever you're missing in your life. If it's financial confidence or, or mastering your mindset or you're having a problem with your relationship, now's the time to do the hard work, dig in and learn so that we can come out of this thing better than we were. And I think Legendary is, is, is a really simple way to do that. And I'm very, very proud of it. All right, www.tommybreedlove.com slash gifts. Uh, you get all the gifts that, that Tommy <laughs> talked about. And uh, Tommy, again, thank you so much. Great conversation. Um, I, I, I love chatting with someone. We've got, you know, we've got that kind of that, that similar mindsets. And of course, now, we, now we've learned that we have a similar uh, taste in, in, in authors as well. It's so amazing that I had this coffee cup which no one could see on the, uh, the actual <laughs> audible portion, but the, the reared and steel coffee cup right next yeah. to you when you talked about uh, Ann Rands. That's pretty amazing. Excellent, excellent. Well, Tommy Breedlove, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Josh, I'm grateful for you, brother. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. 
Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.